Welcome back to the Don't Stop Me Now podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Vaughn. I hope you're all doing well. Thank you for joining me today. It's a sunny Monday here, and I hope you've all had a great weekend and are ready to kickstart this week. I had a sort of an eventful weekend. Actually, it started last weekend. And by the way, this week, I'm just going to do some stories. I'm going to share with you some things that have recently happened here in my life. And um, we will have a guest next week. But this week, I'm going to keep it kind of light and just share some uh, things that have been piling up in my phone that I wanted to talk about. So, uh, well, this was the first one. Was taking my daughter to the bus stop. Uh, She does not drive yet. She's almost 18. We're kind of bypassing the whole get your permit when you're 15 and a half and then get your license when you're 16. We're just waiting until she's 18 because that way she doesn't have to do the $300 driving training requirement where you have to pay someone like I think it's even over $300 to spend six hours in the car with them for them to sign off on your driver's training um, requirement. And so if you do it at 18, you don't have to do that. She just will practice with me and then she just takes the driving test. So we're foregoing that. But in the meantime, she's got to take the bus so to work. So I was on my way to take her to work. And as I'm pulling away from the house in my car, I catch a glimpse in my rear in my rear view mirror, that is a hard word to say, rear view mirror, rear, rear. I don't know why I'm having trouble saying rear. Rear view mirror, there we go, um, of Eric's Sprinter, which is parked on the side of my house. It's this blue, royal blue Sprinter. Can't miss it if you're uh, at the beach and going surfing. If you see this blue Sprinter, you will know that it's Eric's. So um, no one else around here has one like this. But anyways, on the bumper, I see some white stuff. And to me, it looked like styrofoam, like broken up little pieces of styrofoam. So I made a little mental note as we drove off to look at that as I pulled back into my neighborhood, you know, to go around a certain way. So I'd pass his vehicle so I could look and see what was on the bumper. So I drop off Ryan at the bus stop and I'm driving back home and I come around sort of a different direction and I stop to look at his bumper and I see the white stuff and it's like, you know, I've got my head almost like a dog who's like, huh? And I see eggshells and I see yolk and eggshells are on the ground as well. So I see the back of the van got egged. I'm like, that's nice. And then I see the driver's side door got egged. I'm like, all right, that's nice. So I drive around the front of my house and Joey's parked in the front. She has a um, pretty old Volvo uh, that was a hand-me-down from my parents. And so I drive past her car and see she's got an egg on the side of her car too. It went like through her handle and um, one that like hit the back of her car also. So four eggs, two cars. Yeah, so the eggs are like completely dry, you know, dry. It's not going to hurt the paint or anything, but they're basically just, you know, it's a big mess. So I'm thinking for sure this is personal. Clearly somebody targeted our house and our cars. And, I, you know, I never know why. I know I've, I substitute all over this district kids of all ages. A lot of the kids know where I live because they um, come through here on Halloween. I see a lot of students that I've subbed through the years and they just know where I live. And we've had some trouble in the past. I know I talked about this on one of my last podcasts about the doorbell ditching and all that. So I thought, oh God, it's just some a-hole kids. And I'm thinking, why, you know, I don't understand why this is fun for them, but whatever. Obviously they feel like 
they're going to ruin my day by doing this. And it somehow made them feel good. So that, you know, it was upsetting. And then I had to go somewhere later. And as I was leaving the neighborhood, I went a different direction and I'm going down this back street. And I realized that back street makes me think of the back street boys going down this back street. And I see that about eight other cars had been hit also. So this was not a personal vendetta toward me. It was a random act of just crappiness, basically. So they went around our neighborhood and just egged a bunch of cars. Okay, again, I don't understand how this is fun or how they feel good about this. Maybe in the moment, it's like, look at us, we're doing something crazy. This is funny. But I guess some kids are just able to delete that part of their brain where you know, everyone's going to come out of their house, all of these people that didn't expect this for absolutely no reason and had an egg thrown at their car, they now have to clean off. And um, I just, it just boggles my mind who raised these kids and why they would do this. I don't understand it. Obviously, people do a lot of bad things in the world. I know this is uh, low on the list of bad things, but it just felt crappy. And so I brought the van into the driveway, you know, and it's not easy. It's a pain in the butt to get that off. It doesn't just come off when you spray water on it. You have to do some heavy scrubbing and the yoke was all dried on and it was nasty. So that was really frustrating and not a great way to start off my Sunday morning, but it made me feel a little bit better knowing that it wasn't personal and nobody was throwing eggs at me. I wonder if anybody out there is listening to this thinking, I wonder if they threw it at her cars because she has HIV. No, nobody would do that. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's the thing around where I live. I just thought of that now as I'm recording, but that never even crossed my mind in that morning, never even crossed my mind that it could have been HIV related. But I do sometimes wonder if it's YouTube related or, but for the most part, this is very local. I've never had any problems with anybody that's found my channel or anything. So I I always just assume it's just local kids being jerky. Okay, on to story number two. This one, I think many of you can relate to. So recently I decided to change phone companies, cell phone companies, and I have been with Sprint forever. I don't even know. I feel like it's been, well, I don't know, maybe even close to 20 years. I know I've had my actual phone number for easily 20 years, maybe even longer. I think it's, it was maybe my second cell phone number from the beginning. And I think my first cell phone was like 1995, but I've had the same phone number for a long time. I got a good one. I got it ends in two zeros. It's like a business line. It is a beautiful number. And, um, and ironically, no, I can't say too much. I don't want to give it away. Well, not that anyone would be able to figure out the combination, but it's got my favorite numbers in it too. I mean, it just, it's a bizarre, I got a great number and I'll have it for the rest of my life. But anyways, the whole point of this is that I was with Sprint for a very long time. All my kids have phones And I, you know, you always get the things that say it's time for an upgrade and you can come in and get your free upgrade, right? Free upgrade. Sure. Sure. It's a free upgrade. Nothing's free. So I go to Sprint. I finally give in because I'm ready because Ryan got, this is what made me do it. Ryan got an iPhone 12. Joey decided to change her phone out a while ago. She wanted to get an Android because she was, I don't really know. I think she just likes to do everything different than everybody else in a way. That's so Joey and quite certain that Joey went with an Android because she hates Steve Jobs and she just hates big corporation in general, but you can't really get away with it. You know, if you're going to have a cell phone, 
you're going to be part of that whether you like it or not. But she wanted to do Android, which kind of sucks because it changes some things between uh, the three of us, me, Owen, and Ryan, and her because we can't really communicate with her the same way. We can't FaceTime and stuff now. But uh, now she doesn't have any trouble with chargers. Um, we don't ever have to worry about her stealing ours and we don't steal hers. So that eliminated a huge problem that we'd been having in this house was charging cables and charging cubes were lost a lot or kind of stolen from each other. I'm sure this is just so typical in every household. But um, so she got her Android and then Ryan needed an upgrade or she didn't need one, but she had a seven, I believe. Oh, and also Joey was going to pay the difference for her Android. So that's been our rule and that's what she's doing. She's paying. I said, fine, you want to get that? You've got to pay what I'll pay what I was paying before. And then it, whatever it goes above that, you have to pay that, which ended up being like, I don't know, $37 a month. So she pays that now. And Ryan, um, I can't remember why she got the upgrade. She's so spoiled. She gets everything she wants. My gosh. Okay. So she got, Ryan went from a seven to a 12. And I think it was that it wasn't going to be, I think because I wasn't going to have to pay anything extra, but of course I did. There's no free anything. I had to, they, <laughs> I do remember this now. I was in there for, oh, you know, about two hours, uh, changing out her seven to a 12 and, um, what happened was is they don't tell you until the very end. Of course, I know this now, but I just, I hadn't been in a phone store dealing with any of this in a while. Um, but yeah, you have to pay the taxes up front. So it's like a thousand dollar phone and the taxes are, you know, close to, I don't know. It was like, everything was seemed like it was close to, I feel like I paid over $300 out the door for this free upgrade, right? And I was not happy about it. But anyways, we did it. And I realized one day looking at her screen, comparing it to my seven, I mean, I went many, many months without changing mine out to a 12, but I held my seven up to her 12 and saw that the brightness on her phone was intense. Like mine was very dull and I was, I had my light all the way up. And so I thought, you know, screw this. I want a 12. I want, I'm the mom. I'm paying for this bill. I want the 12. And plus I, I do my filming everything I film, whether it's on Instagram or YouTube is everything's from my seven. And I knew that she had a better camera with 12. So I thought, okay. So I start kind of shopping around. I look at Costco and, you know, about $849 is what I'm finding for these 12s. And um, I go into AT&T and I have U-verse for my Wi-Fi in my house. So it is the same thing. It's eight. What are you doing, Sky? He pooped in my closet earlier. I do not trust him. Now he's scratching at the wall by the door. Okay. So I go into AT&T and they're very friendly and I just thought I'm just going to ask some questions about the 12, see if they can do better than Costco. Maybe they can and maybe um, they can bundle my Wi-Fi too at the same time and then I can get away from Sprint who by the way had also turned into T-Mobile and now everything's bright pink and neon in their shop. I can't stand it and I don't like the people that work there. No offense if you guys listen to this but I just feel like the service has been not so great at T-Mobile. And I really was unhappy about the whole fact that I didn't know that I was going to have to walk out the door paying $300 before I had that phone in our hot little hands. We couldn't walk out the door without paying that. And that was not really information that they throw out at you up front. It's, oh, let me show you what a great deal this is. But they sort of, you know, don't tell you about the taxes until the very end after you've spent two hours in there, uh, you know, switching everything over. But anyways, I go into um, AT&T 
and I tell them, this is the deal. I want to, I want to upgrade to a 12. Ooh, this is where I'm at. And they're like, oh, sucker. I'm like the salesman's wet dream. Cause I just walked in and basically said, this is what I'm looking for. They didn't even have to try. I mean, it was so easy. I'm giving them everything they want. So, so they basically say, yes, we can do that. We can transfer you from, by the way, this is all in the same parking lot. So we're like pointing at the other store. We can transfer everything from that store over to our store. And it's not a problem at all. Everything's easy, right? So we're going to transfer Joey's phone, same phone number over. We're going to transfer Ryan's phone, same number. It's going to come over to their store, but I'm going to give Owen my phone because his phone was not acting so great. And we're going to turn that one in and I'm going to get an upgrade. Okay. But we're all keeping the same phone numbers. They say, this is not a problem. Do you want to do it today? It was kind of late afternoon. So I thought, no, I don't really want to do it right now. Cause I was kind of hungry and I thought I'll just come back later. So I decided, and I was kind of putting it off because I knew it wasn't going to be something that would happen f- fastly. <laughs> Why that, that word came out of my mouth. I knew it was something that would not happen quickly. I knew it was going to take, well, you know, at least an hour, right, to do all this. But it all seems pretty straightforward what I want to do. It shouldn't be that difficult. So I go in, uh, I think it was a couple days later, and there was a line of people. It was like, you know, it's COVID conditions, so it's you have to distance all over the place and they even make people wait outside and I didn't see any of the guys that were working the two guys that I was um, talking to the day before or two days before and one guy was new and the other guy was sort of like showing him the ropes so I really wanted to go back to the same guys because you know I don't know they knew my story so I went back another day I think it was like a day or two later and I went in around noon and I was like oh hey I'm back you know let's do this yay I'm excited I know that this is going to be a process but I'm ready I'm in good hands these guys are nice everything's great Let's move forward. Let's proceed, boys. And I'm ready for my phone. I'm so excited for my 12. So this is this is not as straightforward as they tell you. They will tell you that it's not a problem. Everything's easy, no problem. I want you to think in your mind how long you thought this would take to transfer four phones over and do a f- couple other things, a new phone, trading one in, trading, transferring information from one phone to another. Just sort of think like what you would think that might take, how long that might take. I cannot believe it, but I was in that store for five hours, five, five. And the guy that was helping me at one point, because some stuff became incredibly complicated. Well, first of all, you have to get the phones released from the other store first, which is no easy feat, let me tell you. There, there's a lot of third-party calls. They're putting me on the phone. They're talking to people on the phone. This, it's crazy. So that took a lot of time. And then there is the transferring of phones. And then there was a lot of issues with passwords. And I, I keep all my passwords on my phone. Lots of things were happening with Apple and passwords, and it was a nightmare. We were going round and round, but they always keep their cool. They're very nice, actually. I have to say they do a really good job with that, where I am like starting to lose my shit because I'm starving at this point. I remember it was around 3.30, and I thought, I mean, I've been in here for, it had been three and a half hours, 
And I was like, and at one point he said, one guy had left for his lunch break. He was gone. The guy that actually knew how to do everything. And the other guy, it's like, he didn't want to ask anyone else for help for some reason. I know he knew how to do a lot, but he seemed to be really stumped on several things we were trying to do. And he kind of just kept going round and around. You know how they touch everything so fast on your phone when they go through settings and everything. And it's like, oh my God, please let it work this time. But things weren't working. And at one point he said, and I know it was time for him to leave or he needed to take a lunch break or something. He said, do you want to just come back tomorrow? I'm like, oh, hell no. We are finishing this today. I'm not coming back here tomorrow to have somebody else help me and be completely lost in this process. And then I have to like explain everything to them and, and everything's not finished as it is. And, you know, and I had to go home at one point and go get Owen's phone and bring it back because we had to cancel everything off his phone and put it on mine. Anyways, the whole thing took, did I already say this? The whole thing took five hours, five hours from noon to five. I, yeah, I did say that. Um, I feel like I almost did a whole shift at AT&T. I mean, I was like starving at one point. I, I'm like, I'm fading. I'm fading. Like we've got to get through this. It is absolute torture being stuck in a phone shop. It is the worst experience ever. And you know what you have to do also is you have to pay for a prorated month and you have to pay for the month ahead. So, oh, and in order to release my daughter's phones, I had, Ryan's phone was on a lease. I had to pay for that in full before they could transfer it over to get it off the lease, obviously. Joey's phone had about $140 left on it, which she's still paying off to me, but I had to pay all of that up front. So, I mean, this whole thing easily cost like $1,300 just to like transfer companies. Although Ryan's phone was a big chunk of it because her phone had to be paid off to move it over. But it wasn't so, you know, it's a lot less painful when you can pay off her phone over a long period of time. And then when you have to just pay it all up front, you know, it it's painful. So that was my phone experience. I And I've had some issues since that were all related, I believe, to me changing this phone. And it has to do with Google Authenticator. And there's two things that I cannot access now. And one of them is my Binance account, which has, I bought a bunch of Dogecoin. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally losing my mind about this. I've gone round and around trying to figure out how to get the code and it's not working because I don't know, I had face recognition and that was working fine for about 10 days. And then all of a sudden Binance stopped using that and they want me to put in a Google Authenticator code and what I had in there isn't matching up. Nothing's matching up. And I, I'm having, I've, oh, I can't tell you the hours I have spent trying to contact them. There's no one. I've even gone to Geek Squad. I've gone back to AT&T. They don't know anything about this. Um, Binance doesn't have customer service for the most part. It's really horrific. It's all through email. So I have an account out there in um, the internet that has money in it that I can't access and I can't even talk to anybody about it. And it's all because my Google authenticator will not sync with my account. And I'm literally losing, I'm like, I have a stomach ache every time I think about it. And I also created a, um, I was able to make a creator fund on TikTok. And so I've recently made like, um, oh boy, it makes like literally like at the most, I've made like $3 in one day, but I, I'm up to 40 bucks. So I wanted to cash it out because you can cash it out once a, once a month. 
And that's asking for my TikTok authenticator code through Google, and it's not working for that either. And this is all since I've changed the new phone. And basically, it's the Google authenticator I had on Owen's phone when I wiped everything out. That that was it. That ruined it for me. So, And I've looked it up online, and it said that if you have had this on another phone or you lost the phone or something and it's not a google related account which i don't think binance or tiktok are google related even though they use authenticator it says your account is virtually lost like how is this possible like really like i put money like i my i'm i can't even talk about it i'm so upset about it and I've tried everything to contact Binance. I've even made a video of myself holding my driver's license and this whole thing I had to write out and they still, it's been since April 26th. Today is, um, we're getting towards the very end of May and I still cannot get into my Binance account. It's been a month. Oh my gosh, don't use, I don't know what to say. Don't use Binance or don't use Google Authenticator. I really don't know, but it's not working and it's making me lose sleep. Honestly, I feel like there's absolutely like, there's like, I'm going to do, I may end up doing a YouTube video to see if there's anybody out there who can help me. I'm, I'm that desperate and I will pay somebody to help me crack this craziness. Cause I want to have access to my Binance account so I can take it all out and put it in Coinbase. I don't want to be with Binance anymore. It's probably not even Binance's fault. It's, it's Google authenticator. And if you look at the rating for Google authenticator, it's a two and part of a star. Like, I don't even think it's two and a half. It's like two and a quarter. It's terrible. So Google Authenticator has issues and Google doesn't have customer service either. They have nothing. I've gone round and round and round and round on my accounts trying to turn off the 2FA code and uh, nothing works. Nothing works. I Believe me, nothing works. I've spent hours and hours and hours over the last few weeks trying to figure this out. And if it turns out to be some simple fix that I've just completely overlooked, I really will want to punch myself in the face. I can't believe all the steps I've taken over and over to try to fix this and it's just not working. So very frustrating. Uh, yeah. I, and like Eric says, he goes, there's no way you can't now. He goes, they, you can't just lose an account that can't happen. I'm like, watch, I think that's what's going to happen. I think I'm going to lose my account because I can't access it. And Binance doesn't care. They're not sending me. They they do have a thing where people have written on Reddit that you can um, ask them to reset your 2FA, which is your two-factor authentication or authenticator number, whatever it is, um, which is what I need. I need them to reset it so I can add it into um, this Google authenticator that I have now. But they won't. They, they're not responding. And it's it's been a long time. So I feel like I'm just, what do they say? Up shit. What is that? The shit creek without a paddle? I don't know. What did my mom used to always say that? You're up the creek without a paddle, but I think the word shit was involved in that saying, but I can't remember how it went. So anyways, I, yeah, for sure. I'm really frustrated with that. Um, okay. What else? Oh, um, I almost forgot. I was interviewed by WebMD. I am now currently featured, I guess. I mean, you know, I added the links to my social media, but when I went to WebMD and just tried to find it, the article, 
it's kind of hard to find. You have to look up HIV and AIDS, and then you have to look up something else. It's not real obvious, um, but it's a feature. They interviewed, I think, four people that are HIV positive, and they included our pictures. And they basically wrap my story up in a really, you know, like literally four paragraphs. It's pretty short, but, um, you know, it's cool. It's clout. I'm in WebMD. I don't know. I guess it'll be there forever. Um, somebody put on my Facebook, oh my God, you're famous. And I'm like, no, this is like buried deep in WebMD. I don't know who the hell's going to see this, but you know, it's cool that they reached out to me. I, I really appreciate it. So we're going to Disneyland. That's coming up. We finally are going to be able to go. I bought tickets March, 2020. Maybe it was actually February, 2020. And I remember putting on my social media, do you think Disneyland's going to be open by the time we go, we were going to go, I think it was early April was our plan. And I did a poll just to see what people would say. I've probably talked about this before on here, but um, it was very 50-50 down the middle on whether Disneyland would be open during the time that we were planning on going. And this was before anyone knew that it would be shut down for a friggin' year. And um, yeah, so shut down for a year, definitely closed. We were just thinking it might be closed for a couple weeks, you know, and that was, it, it wasn't closed at the time and we didn't know if it would be closed even at all, but it, it did close and it did not reopen for an entire year. Um, so our tickets are still valid and we're finally going, just me and my kids, and we'll be going uh, right after the end of this school year, which will be like early June. So I'm looking forward to that, getting down there again. And uh, we haven't been to Disneyland in over a year. That'll be fun, fun for me to get away with my kids and um, go down to LA and get in some nice warm weather and get on some fun rides. We'll do California Adventure as well. Good times. And one last thing to note, um, I had had Ken Pinkella on my podcast uh, last week, two weeks in a row, actually talking about his case of discrimination through the U S military. And, um, you know, Ken is a friend of mine. I know him through advocacy and I really wanted him on to talk about his story. I had, um, met him personally back in Amsterdam. I might've met him at one of the conferences before Amsterdam, but I had interviewed him on my Facebook, um, back then, but it was like a Facebook live and it wasn't like all that great, the quality. And so I wanted to redo it and talk to him, um, in more detail on my podcast. And, um, and I did, and, and I recently received an anonymous email that was really well written. Somebody took a, the time to write to me and share something with me that they said that some of the information that Ken provided wasn't what actually happened in the court proceedings. So I'm not going to get into all of this. I just felt like both sides should be represented. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to include a link to the court documentation. And if you want to look at it, you can. But this person um, shared that not everything that was said during that podcast was what actually happened during the court proceedings. So I just, to be fair, I just want to um, have both sides you know, sort of represented, even though I'm not speaking to the, the defendant. Oops, I mean the plaintiff. Um, but I, I at least want to include the link. It's not hard to find. It's on the internet. If you Google it, it comes up right away. So um, yeah, so I just thought to be fair, I didn't want to ignore that. And there are some discrepancies and things that we talked about. And I'm just going to leave that for the listeners to figure out. So if you want to check it out, it's there in my description. Oh, I do have one last kind of funny story. Um, I bought a Roomba 
a, a little over a year ago, you know, the vacuum that is round that you just push start and it goes all around the place. So downstairs we have, um, well, pretend hard, it's not hardwood. It's just particle board with a picture of wood, like pasted on it. It's, it's really cheap wood, but anyways, um, the cats and the dog obviously shed constantly and, you know, we shed constantly and I don't know I just love these things I still sweep all the time and I, I'm like a neat freak but I love the Roomba and it's uh it's sort of part of my morning I get my coffee going I get the Roomba going and let it run for about an hour before my class starts with my kids my sixth graders and um anyways the night before at some point I don't know how Finn did it but I have a baby gate on my door because he had been naughty and had been um leaving my room without the baby gate. This is before I was doing the baby gate. And he was um, doing some business downstairs that he shouldn't have been doing, even though he'd been walked and everything. Like, I don't know why he was doing that. He won't go through our doggy door anymore. It's a long story, but he just doesn't like it. I replaced the doggy door. It's even bigger than the last one, but it's magnetically held on. And he doesn't, for some reason, he's freaked out by it. So he won't go through it anymore. So there's no more doggy door action. Unfortunately, that's where he used to just, you know, he'd fly through the doors before, but he doesn't anymore. So it's essentially like there's all the doors are shut and he has no access to outside. So I have this baby gate up to keep him in my room all night. And he doesn't do anything. He sleeps, you know, he's always really good. But for some reason, the other night, he got, he got out and I walk him every day. He does his business right after I'm done with class. I take him for a walk and he does his poop. I don't know. He must've eaten more than normal or something. I don't remember what the circumstances were, but for some reason he had a double poop day for some reason. And he, the baby gate is a little wonky. It broke a long time ago. And so it, it's sort of loose. He doesn't really get this, but he obviously got it that night that if he just pushes a little hard, there's a space between the side of the door and the baby gate. He can actually get through it. Um, <laughs> and the cats go through it all the time. And I, I like that because I want the cats to be able to go in and out of my room without having to hop over the gate. Anyways, I guess Finn figured out that night that he could get through it. And he went downstairs and left a little deposit in the living room that I didn't see because it's on my brown carpet. And so I, <laughs> I did the Roomba and I'm online with my kids and all of a sudden I start smelling something and I'm like, God, I smell dog poo, but I don't know why it smells like barbecue or something. It smells not good, not good barbecue. How's that? It doesn't smell good. And so I tell my kids, I hold on one second. And so I put them on mute and I go over and pick up the Roomba and I turn it over and it's the biggest nightmare of my life. The Roomba has vacuumed up Finn's poop and it has spun it around and around and around in the brushes. So, and it's left a trail of poop from the brushes all over my floor, all over the place. So not only is there wet poop particles all over in my Roomba, like all over in it, it's been trailed all over the floor as well. It was so disgusting. So I had to take the Roomba apart, which was actually pretty good. I took the whole thing apart and it got a good cleaning, got all the hair out of the little wheel because, you know, a lot of hair gets trapped on that as it spins around. So it got a little maintenance that it probably needed in any way. So actually it turned out to be a good thing, but how disgusting <laughs> to vacuum up your dog's poop with the Roomba. I was 
horrified. Um, on that note, <laughs> I think I'm going to wrap up this week's podcast and I'm looking forward to next week. If all goes well, we will have a female adult film star on my podcast who is HIV positive. So I'll cross my fingers that we are able to find the time um, this coming week to connect and I'll have that for you guys next week. If not, I have a long list of people I want to talk to. I will have somebody to interview and share it with you. Okay, with that, I am going to sign off and thank all of you for listening today. I hope you guys have a spectacular week. Do something good for yourself. I don't know, take a hot bath, eat something you don't normally eat, eat something good, watch something that you love. Oh, I love true crime every every night. I sleep with true crime now. I sleep with it. I literally fall asleep to it and then I'm like listening to it I don't mean to, but I'm too tired to turn my phone off. So I end up listening to it sometimes till like four in the morning. And I just hear, (laughs) it's just like the TikToks. You hear them talking about like murder and dead things and, you know, injuries. And I'm hearing this as I'm like in and out of sleep. And I'm (laughs) hearing what the police reports and who said this and they said that and they caught them doing this. And so and so walked in on this and found this and she was in this state when they found her. And I this is what I sleep to now. It's the weirdest thing. I love it. I really do. I how I know it's a weird thing to say. I love true crime. And I know there's a lot of true crime junkies out there. And they listen to this too and can't get enough of it. But really, to me, it's like eating chocolate cake. I can sit down and watch a true crime show or just throw it on my podcast. And it's just, it's the best. I love it. So, and of course, you know, I have a true crime channel on top of everything else. But I do have a true crime channel. It's called True Crime with Jen. I have four videos on there. If you want to check that out, feel free to. I've just sort of like, I tried it, but I'm not sure I'm going to continue it. It's a lot of work to do true crime. It really is. It takes a lot of research and, um, it really does. These people that do these true crime channels and podcasts, uh, thank you so much for doing them because it's so entertaining and it's, um, and I, I know the work that goes into it now, now that I've done four videos and they're exhausting. They took a lot of time and effort, so I haven't done any more, but people have been really nice about the ones that I've done. So Thank you very much. I, I, you know, I, I could do better. I like Kendall Ray a lot. I like her approach. Um, but I'm not 25 years old. I'm 50. And so she looks a lot prettier on camera than I do. So it's, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to be on camera as you get older, but anyway, okay. Enough about me. Um, have a great week you guys. And I look forward to seeing you online. Join me on my social media, Jennifer Vaughn, HIV. It's Jennifer and then V-A-U-G-H-A-N-H-I-V. Of course, follow me on my YouTube channel and make sure you follow me on here so you get the latest and greatest. All right, guys, have a great week. I'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye now.